Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. I'm Erin. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com where you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind-the-scenes videos and two-minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can find us every other Thursday morning at 9.30 a.m. at bff.fm. And if you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps. What up, bitch talkers? We're recording a little basic for you. And I feel like we've been on a one long Zoom call all day. What do you guys feel? Mm-hmm. Same? Well, it's been a long day and it's 100 degrees. So yeah, we're yeah. just trying to stay awake. Well, yeah, this is this is the third time we've seen each other on a Zoom. And <laughs> yeah, the, and there are, third time's a charm, and and they're multifaceted. It was one talking to you know our comedian friend uh, Shang Wang, yes, who has his new uh, Netflix special out. Mm-hmm. Uh, sweet and, and juicy, sweet and juicy. And then uh, we had a little bit of a session with our uh, what do we call her? Our marketing friend. <laughs> Yeah, uh, like PR branding yeah. marketing person, sure. But yeah, it was you know an hour spent with her that we haven't done in a long time, and it was you know <laughs> learning about how much we don't like to talk about ourselves. She makes us talk about ourselves, and we sit there like, not it, not it. Who's yeah, they are all first? looking at. I know you're all looking at me, so I'm like, fine, I'll go first. Fine, I'll go first. You're always but- supposed to go first. No, yeah. no. Anyways, yes, and now we're here, basic bitching. Um, I have to tell you guys something. I've been holding on to this one forever. Not a fart. Um, not for forever either. So, um, our, our next door neighbor, uh, Steven just, well, he didn't, his wife had a, a little baby girl, Stevie Jane, uh, a week ago, last Tuesday. And, uh, we finally got to see them cause we haven't even seen them and meet the baby last night. And it was Steven's birthday. Mm. and for the last week or week and a half or so i was just like and talking to my husband jeff like i don't know what we should get him and we're not gonna be able to take him out and blah blah blah, blah. and they're gonna have a newborn what are we gonna do what are we gonna do so i don't know why i even i must have saw something but i went to cameo and i was just kind of looking and <laughs> i'm like i haven't done a cameo for anyone yet mm-hmm. and it, it's dangerous it is very dangerous you're looking. like i can afford this yes there's <laughs> things i could afford there are things i can't afford um the people like the well-known actors on the office are very expensive because i thought about doing um either uh stanley no not dwight he's not even on there Mm -hmm. stanley or um oh god what's his name in accounting and he drops the kevin kevin yes who we reference (laughs) a lot when he drops the chili chili. (laughs) (laughs) he's on there there's people from seinfeld which steven watches too and then I landed on, I don't know if you two will know. Did you both watch Parks and Rec? Or of course. Watch? So uh, Councilman Jam's on there. John, <laughs> John, John Glazer. <laughs> and I Fun. saw it and I was like, like, we talk about Councilman Jam a lot with our neighbor also. <laughs> like, you've been jammed. You know, like one of the best character actors, I think, out there and especially on Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. And so I looked at it and I'm like, maybe. And I told Jeff. 
And then I'm like, I'm, we're just doing it. We're going to do it. I don't care. I had a little discount code. (laughs) (laughs) So I used it. And when I booked it, um, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know what you do. Have you guys gotten a cameo yet? No, I've been hired. Oh, I'm telling you. So I've great investment. And I, I, yeah. And I know people that, yeah, that I would like to have for me. Oh, um, just little personal messages. <laughs> you know, whatever brings you joy. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, so, yeah. Now that we're old, we have everything we need. So it's just true. kind of the perfect thing to give it, as a gift. Thank you. I was like, for the person who kind of has everything, mm-hmm. it's perfect. Also, mm-hmm. if it's within your price range. So um, I did it. You fill out these little boxes. Um, like, you know, who is this for? What is the, what is this, um, what is this for? Um, what's the occasion? Uh, and then like say something, uh, that this person's known for, I don't know what it was. So we did it, sent it in, uh, and it said, I think I did it on Thursday, maybe last Thursday. And, uh, I thought he was going to be able to turn it around in time for Steven's birthday. And then by the time I got, it got back to me, it's like, Oh, you have up to like five business days. I'm like, damn it. But still, it'll still be cool. So we went about our business and, um, Oh, they ask, um, how is this person spending their occasion or whatever? And so I just wrote in there, he, uh, his wife, his badass wife, Lindsay, just gave birth to their first kid, like last Tuesday, he's going to be in his apartment with his newborn kid. Like that's his birthday. (laughs) So yesterday, don't be jealous, you guys, but, uh, we went for lunch to Tony's we're hanging, hanging with our friend Rob Bell, uh, behind the bar. And I was just looking at my phone for a minute and the email came in and it was the video right on his birthday for Steven. And it was, he did not phone it in. He wore, I can send you guys the video. <laughs> he filmed it in his daughter's room and he was Aww. like, I just, yeah, he was like, I just, Aww. I'm filming this in my daughter's room because I heard you just had a new little girl. Her name's Stevie J. And he's like, that name is really awesome. And then he went off on like, I think his daughter's name's Frankie. And he wore, he wore a hat, like a trucker hat, like Steven mostly does mm-hmm. or all the time. Did you say that Steven? Nothing. No. Oh, wow. You had a hat that said party dad on it. I was like, oh, <gasps> Steven's going to order. Captain fucking party. Yeah. Yes. So that, and he was wearing it. The hat was green. The shirt was green. He didn't know also like that's kind of their favorite color for Stevie. So he just made this really special video. It was super sweet and hilarious because he's also like, he's like laying down. No one can see this on the podcast. He's laying down. He keeps dropping the phone. He's like, oh shit. Oh shit. I'm sorry. And like, it was just perfect. So um, John Glazer, you're awesome. You're hilarious. It was so thoughtful. Uh, it was a five minute video and he sent it on time. He even in the video is like, oh, I was trying to get this done in the morning because I want you to get on your birthday. And like, I'm wow. telling you, hire, cool. hire John Glacier on Cameo. <laughs> You're inspiring me because I run out of it's hard now that we're yes. at age. Like, what do I get them for a gift? And you always would prefer like I would experiences like. Mm-hmm. Let's get tickets to this or give me yes. a massage or whatevs, you know? Yeah. But that's just a next level. And especially if it's somebody that you know really well and you know what their favorite shows are, what their favorite athlete is, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. It was You've inspired me. I'm going look, on. It was very good. And guess who else is on there? I was like, 
Joel McHale's on there and he's very, <laughs> he's very affordable. <laughs> uh, he says yes to everything. He told us himself. Well, I was like, it's, is it the move to be super expensive and, you know, I don't know, and only get one order a month or two, or is it smart to be like, not that expensive, but like Joel McHale's a hundred bucks. Um, or is it smart to do that? But you still have to pick and choose, I think, as the person who's giving the cameo, if they're going to do it or not. Personally. You, right. I no, think, it's more accessible. Yeah. I think if you really want your true fans to be able to do it, I think $100 is a nice, fair price for the time and effort that it takes. But I also think that, you know, having had a first date with Joe McHale, right. he probably really enjoys doing them because he's a smart ass and he's witty yeah. So he probably likes just kind of winging it and doing this kind of shit. I yeah. would, I would assume. I would assume just like that too. Supernatural and good at it. So yeah, yeah. I just thought it was funny. I'm like, oh, he's on here for a hundred dollars. Hmm. <laughs> um, we had him for free. Uh, just kidding. And it was more than five minutes. Uh, but yeah, I'm telling you. I'm like, if Cameo wants to throw us a few bucks, I'll do promos for them. That was, that was great. I'm and glad I'll, you had a good experience. Oh, yeah. I did. I, and then I went on a whole. I mean, you could <laughs> yeah. be on that rabbit hole for cameo for hours. <laughs> I think I was like, oh, this. Oh, oh, how much? Oh, um, and there's people on there. I have no idea who they are and what they do. Oh, they're social media influencers for sure. Yeah. YouTube yeah. stars and shit. Yeah. So anyways. Yeah, that's a plug. I just went on here and I just saw that the corn kid yes and i oh my goodness kid, but too expensive for me too expensive. i love corn kid. i'm good, obsessed good for that kid make your money I'm yeah not mad get about that, that college fund yeah. or whatever whatever well, sure you know a lot of uh players from the challenge have cameos oh yeah uh, i bet via the podcast i listen to so you know, maybe Char's birthday is coming up and maybe something will happen. Wouldn't that be hilarious? I was like, should we go on Cameo? <laughs> for what? <laughs> Jesus Christ. They get everything for free. They get too much for free. No, <laughs> our, no, but we'd have a price on there. No, but I mean, they could just listen to the podcast. Oh, what they I know see. about like your embarrassing moments, your gross moments. They, they I also everything. feel like the maybe the only person that would pay for it would be Angela to be pecked. But we your mom, to your mom will also maybe my sister, it. your mom, your sister, yeah. maybe Anita, my sister. Yeah, one of them. <laughs> Good. That's uh, that might be a hundred dollars altogether. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Good for you. Anyways, that's I'm my cameo. Inspired. That's my cameo experience. Well, I guess I have to talk about it. Not that I have to, but, you know, I did have a plan. <sighs> another 24 hour extravaganza. My, yes. What I'm best at <laughs> to San Francisco, just to have a little uh, refresher course uh, and maybe some sleep. Hopefully that's mainly what I was planning. But uh, for our longtime listeners, you know that I've been taking care of my mom for the last year and a half, give or take. Um, she passed away in the 24 hours that I was in San Francisco. Um, she was at home on hospice care with our caregiver who has become family. Um, so I know for a fact that um, she waited for me. She waited for me to leave because she probably didn't want me to be there for that. So it was um, in essence, kind of her last selfless act. And that's totally my mom. So, um, you know, obviously I'm very sad, but I'm also really at peace with everything. You know, she's with my dad now. 
it was three months of just complete suffering and well, not physically, but, you know, hospital, nursing home, tests, blood work, all of that just really takes its toll. So I'm just really glad that she's at peace now. She's with my dad. And, um, you know, I wasn't here, which I was ready, prepared to be here for it. But I know for a fact she didn't want me to be. Um, And I was actually with Aaron's husband, (laughs) which (laughs) was really actually lovely. And I have to say, like, I know that my life is truly blessed because every time I, I stumble or fall, like the universe gives me somewhere soft to land. Like I was with Aaron's husband. It's a long story. But <laughs> when I found out, he comforted me. Her neighbors, who we were just talking about, Stephen and Lindsay, drove me immediately to the airport because I got an earlier flight. You know, I just like everything just kind of aligned for me. I came home to my whole family here and, you know, we were able to be together. And and now we're going through all this stuff, but together, you know, so Bad things are going to happen, but it really happened in the best way I think possible. And um, I just, yeah, want to thank both of you for letting me share my experience as it was happening on this podcast, because I don't think I could have gotten through it if I didn't have bitch talk. Mm-hmm. And um, and yeah, I think I left everything on the field. You know, I, um, she knew everything. She knew how much I loved her. I did everything possible for her. So I have no regrets and it's um, I'm sad only because I'm going to miss her, but not because, uh, you know, anything was left unsaid. I have zero regrets. So thanks, everyone, for coming on this journey with me. And um, and now it's, you know, back to living, living to the max for me. I forgot when we checked in. When was it last week? In my head, I was like, I thought we recorded that. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, we didn't we didn't release anything, so we didn't record that. It was just like a check-in. Um, I appreciate you sharing that and I uh it's been a journey. <laughs> I mean I, I can't I'm proud of you. You're on the other side. I can't even believe November of 2020, right after Thanksgiving, we went up to Tahoe. And then we literally came back and the next day your life changed. That's it. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I remember that. I, that's what I, I was just about to say that. I remember that like it was yesterday. Who, who, who can believe that it's been almost two years that, mm-hmm. that this has been a thing, mm-hmm. you know? But it's like, I, I literally remember the text that I got from Aaron going, Ange and Ant are on their way to LA right now. They ju- we just got back from Tahoe and they jumped in the car and she might be there for a while. And <laughs> I have been th- it's, it's like, like it's like COVID. Yes. Oh, two weeks. Two weeks. I have to thank you, Aaron, for being my spokeswoman throughout the last two years because I can tell when Aaron tells another one of our friends because then I get a text and I get a, you know, and I'm like, oh, good. She spoke to Shar. Oh, good. She spoke to, you know, fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. So thank you because I'm not very good at sharing things and also talk. I don't talk on the phone. I haven't talked to anyone on the phone. So, um, yeah, thanks for being my spokeswoman. Checks in the Welcome. mail. Yeah. yeah. Your cameo. Maybe you'll get a cameo. Thanks. I would I love know. it. I would love a cameo. I don't know from <laughs> who, though. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I just remember when my dad died and just it's hard. People don't know how to act. They don't know, know what to say. They don't know if they should reach out. They don't know if, you know, and I just it. Yeah. If you can do that for someone, I highly recommend it because 
you probably don't even know what you needed or, you know, don't need, you know, what you don't need. But um, I think reaching out is always very, very nice, but not expecting somebody to be ready to well, talk. Yes, right. Exactly. Reaching out is always like, oh, a piece of me and my heart fills every time I get a text always. But it just you, you can't always. Respond. I've had that. I've learned that over the years. I've to friends who've lost parents or, you know, even, you know, who've lost their own children, you know, like it's. It's interesting, like what the the answer that I've always that I've always gotten is they get a um some kind of acknowledgement or like a hey I'm here for you. They hate the how are you doing? Yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> oh, how do you like when I talk to um Dana's mom? I check in with Dana's mom, you know, on a regular basis. Every, you know, almost every day. It used to be every day. It's more like a few times a week. But all it is is it's me going thinking about you. Good night, love you. That's it, and just checking in. You know, and it's and when I talk to her, she's just like so many people talk to her, and when they talk to her, they go, "How you doing? How are you?" She goes, "How do you think I'm doing?" What I I don't want to answer that question anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, and I mean, like, I know everybody means well, but I mean, it's that, but that's, you know, that's the thing. And it's like, I'm, I'm you know, like I said, it's like, I've just learned from so many people that have lost, you know, loved ones in their life. It's like getting, getting something from somebody that they know, just the, just the text, just the high is, is a million things, you know? So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's and then that's what I always want to do is I always just want to let everybody know that it's like I'm I'm here. I just want to let you know I'm here. Or Aaron's good at she sends funny things. <laughs> yeah, I like sending, you know. You have to laugh through all this bullshit. Yeah. Stupid things. Yeah, whatever it is. But but honestly, yeah. It's just uh it's also just it's crazy, but it's also a really exciting time. We just have a new baby in our family. I know. You know? Yeah. I have another just... friend. I just saw another friend today who's about to give birth. Next oh, week. yeah. Yeah. Um, so many young kids out there that are being raised by incredible people. I'm really excited about these parents uh, that we have <laughs> for this next generation, at least in our circle. So that's really exciting, too. You know, it's just. It's just full circle. It is. I was thinking about that, Ange, because, you know, as you mentioned, our our good friends, our neighbors drove you to the hospital and she was a few days out from popping, literally. Yeah. And And I was like, are you sure I could call this? And they were just adamant. And honestly, I really wanted the comfort, too. Yeah. But but she was so pregnant. I was like, are you sure? But I was very, very. very happy it was it made everything well you know and then when all of that was happening and oh my god i mean it's just (laughs) all of it was happening and jeff was texting me kind of in real time too and like he's like you know she's gonna go into labor today i'm like shut the fuck up because i can't we cannot handle all of this roller coaster once. so many Mm -hmm. things and there's so many things i mean like that day you and i were supposed to go hang out in mm-hmm. the social study that we afternoon. were gonna go see yeah. her in that afternoon yeah yep. yeah i was like oh <laughs> i would i would have hugged you harder if i knew that um, i know i was gonna be yeah but but also like you meeting Lindsay's mom that day that morning we vibed too i Deb, know deb's Deb, rad listening, <laughs> i had not, i had a we met yeah our friend who who just gave birth i met her mom for the first time and she she is uh grew up republican and totally like shifted everything and i don't know we just had a lot a really good conversation 
we were laughing. I was basically interviewing Deb because she was so interesting. And um, and honestly, I cried in her arms like an hour after meeting her after my my mom died. It was crazy. So Deb is my new mom. Oh. Hold on. Mike. <laughs> she doesn't know it yet, but. <laughs> oh, she'll love it. She really wants you to come to Pennsylvania. Oh, I'm coming to I'm, I'm going to try. Uh, I need I need pretzels and I need uh, Philly cheesesteaks and. Uh, yeah, that gross pizza. But Lindsay assured me is good. Yeah, uh, I need she, all those things. I told her to. I'm like, she won't even wait for us to go. She's just going to go. So it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It's I'm fine. doing a road trip. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was Koki. Uh, hi, Koki. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So uh, Aaron's and Jeff's dog, Koki, is making a cameo. Speaking of cameo. Oh. <laughs> what a fucking creeper. Look at her. <laughs> she is a creeper. Oh, hi. OK, you're OK. She's been off because of this weather. Boston Terrier. I know all dogs, but Boston Terriers are like, I do not fuck with the heat, basically. Mm. <laughs> so she's a little off. It's OK, little mama. Um, OK, I had things to talk about. Now, I don't remember. Cameo was my biggest thing. That was the best money spent. I'm serious. I'm well, I'm with it. I'm going to do it. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to do it for like the future and, and the- being able to be with the person while they're watching it. Cause we were at their house and I streamed it on their TV and he's like, what's happening. We're like, just close your eyes for a minute. Uh. <laughs> and he was like, he's like, what? What? <laughs> and then the whole time, no one can see this cause it's a podcast, but he's just like this. <laughs> it was really cute. Cute. Very worth it. Uh, well, I, well, I have another funny, a funny story. Well, I was going to say, you probably have way more stories than we do, right? Well, Char might have stories. But <laughs> well, so, so after after my mom passed and, you know, my family was all together, uh, we, we've we been wanting to go to my dad's bowling alley because uh, he was like a star there. He played Monday, Monday Night League, um, but we were never able to go with my sister because whenever she came to visit, she had to go home on Monday evenings. So, you know, now that she's here kind of indefinitely until we have the funeral and all that stuff, we were like, oh, let's go to the bowling alley. So we go and uh, the the bar itself is under renovation, but there's still a bar. It's just kind of a makeshift one. So we go up to the bar and we go to order drinks and the bartender looks at us and she's like, are you Tony's girls? Like she recognized us and remembered him. He's been gone almost two years. And we were like, yes. And she's like, I'm Deb. And De- and then I remembered oh. the name Deb. And it was a whole. She's what? a Deb. Debbie. Yeah. Oh, and Lizzie, I know. Well, I don't I didn't make that connection. That's before, weird. Yeah. OK, Lots, sure. Every Deb is good. Right. That's my new rule. (laughs) Um, And she remembered that I drank Jameson. I mean, she's like Jameson. Right. And I was like, oh, my God, that's crazy. Because my dad didn't even drink Jameson. He drank Johnny Walker. So anyway, she remembered that I drank Jameson. And uh, it was so funny because we're sitting there and she's pouring drinks. And she's telling us about how much she loved my dad, you know, stories of my dad per the usual. And then she and then we were like, yeah, you know, um, the quarantine, the pandemic just like was so bad for him. Like maybe he could have stayed alive for a couple more years, but he just without being social, he just had nothing, you know, and she was like, oh, well, he came to the bowling alley a couple times (laughs) during the quarantine. Mm-hmm. And, she, and we were like, oh, really? And she mm-hmm. was like, yeah, he actually said if my daughters knew I was here, they'd be mad at me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But in hindsight, I'm so glad he did. He totally snuck out and went to the bar at the bowling alley. 
even though he was telling us like, oh, no, I'm not going anywhere. So, you know what, Dad? Cheers. I'm glad you did because, you know, fuck it. What does it matter now? You know, right. That's it was hilarious. just real funny. Like, we're still learning stories about that man. That's I think hilarious. you will continue to. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> uh, I love that. And I just have to I have a complaint. I'm lodging a complaint. Um, mm. I have been working at um, well for a nonprofit to help open the Presidio Tunnel Top Park uh, over in the in well by Chrissy Field. If anyone knows the geography of San Francisco, um, it's beautiful. Uh, the first Sunday of the month up until November, um, we have artists there. We have music. We have dancers. We have DJs. It's fun. Food trucks. Everything. The last two times, well, the first one I was called a racist while I was on stage. I didn't tell you guys this. No. Oh, yeah. So that while you were on stage, well, I was the audience. uh, It was a whole thing. I was just trying to clear the stage. So a people don't fall off of it. And uh, the people that were there, like children, anyone that shouldn't be on the stage, just so there's no no accident. And this man who was not white. He was trying to kind of rush the stage. (laughs) I had my mask on, though, so I don't whatever. He maybe couldn't see that I had Asian eyes, but um, I was telling him, you got you can't come on the stage. You can't come on the stage. The performers are on here and we're just trying to keep it safe. Oh, you're a racist. You're racist. And I was like, I'm not racist. I'm just trying to keep you safe. I was like, (laughs) I don't know what's going on. Cool. So then the next month, which was last month, right? Because we started July. Yeah, August we have this beautiful beautiful um we have flamenco dancers we have this guy in oakland his name's kev choice who's been around the music scene for forever i've known him since i was in the music scene he's great um he's like on the oakland council of music and arts da, 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 da. he's just very rooted and he just did this beautiful set was taught you know talking about privilege and talking about the city and wanting the arts to come back blah 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 comes off the stage, this white woman comes over and you have to understand it's like me and my homie, Cynthia, who's like the big programmer for this Mm -hmm. and other people of color. She, this white woman comes over, older white woman. And I was like, this isn't going to be good. (laughs) I could tell, Mm. you know, they're they're walking over and they got Mm. something to say. She's like, you know what you guys don't have here. We'd really love it. It's a coffee truck. I'm like, after everything just happened on the stage, this is your one complaint to us. Thank you. Also, bring your own coffee. And surrounding all areas of San Francisco are places to get. There are places. There literally is a coffee shop. It's not like she was asking for like Ethiopian food, right? Like something that you can't find. No, no. Wow. So this time, special this Sunday, this older white lady again was going up we had taiko drummers it was awesome mm. we had a person on who uh had her had their masters and all these things their mom was a park ranger at presidio now they are a, a opera singer beautiful opera Cute. singer singing on top of the stage with the background of the bridge just like all this like really meaningful stuff <laughs> oh older white lady again coming up. I could tell that they were talking and saying something. I could just tell by the facial expressions to the MC who was the opera singer who has their masters and all these things has this rooted space at the Presidio with their mother. Um, And I could tell by their face. I was like, Oh, this someone's happening here. Then 
then they were directed to my friend, Cynthia. <laughs> I was like, this isn't going to be good. <gasps> Can you turn the sound down? It was too loud. Everyone left. Did you see them clear out as soon as the performance was done? Oh, my God. No. What the fuck is wrong with people? The sound was too loud in an outdoor event <laughs> on a park space oh with literally there's no housing there. I mean, there is, but it's way up. There's nothing. There's nothing. Wow. But it, so um, <laughs> it just never fails. It never fails, which leads me to we had a giveaway for the W. Kamau Bell workbook called yes. Do the Work. And I would just like to say to these people who come to these cultural events and and have gripes that have really nothing to do with really nothing to do with what the event is. Um, go order this book. It's called Do the Work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we also gave away one of those books to someone who's very excited to get one this week. So I congratulations, was- Sue Jackson. You're the winner. I was going to say as well, it, it might be a good gift. To give some the holidays are coming. You know, somebody There's that you birthdays. love. Everybody that you love. <laughs> yes. People that you love. Um, but yeah, uh, I know you didn't see it, Ange, but the I made a little reel for the giveaway. And at the end, Koki was Koki was a model with the workbook. Nice. And I said dog not included. Um, <laughs> but yeah, do the work, folks. Do the work. Dig, dig deep, dig deep. Um but that's my complaint. It just hasn't. <laughs> and let me tell you, I, I, I'm, it's, I'm not glossing over how beautiful every event is and how much work we put in. I just do a little bit, but work we put into managing these events. But come on. <laughs> every, it's just every time. It's every not yours. Time. None of this is yours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Move on. That's the whole point of these events, actually. <laughs> it's ours. <laughs> Anyway, bravo. You're welcome. Uh, well, I think we should do moments of pleasure. Yeah, you go first. Oh, <laughs> well, mine is kind of random, but self checkout. Uh, if you've ever done them at the store, <laughs> I love it. And it's the <sighs> highlight of my experience, especially at the grocery store. I have it down. Like, because I have a cart, because I live in a retirement community currently, I have a cart you know, that I take from the car to the house. So I want all the heavy, hard, you know, boxes and stuff to be at the bottom. Whereas normally if you're packing a bag, you want to balance out the hard, the soft, you know, uh, as fit. But for me, I want all the hard stuff at the bottom and the bottles and the heavy stuff. And then I have one bag just for the fruits and vegetables. I have another bag for frozen items, cold items. So you can keep those all together. And it's so much fun. And you should see me like swiping in because for the vegetables and stuff, you have to like put in the name. And it's just like I have it down to a T and the people kind of know me at that Ralph's now. And they're just like, I'm actually really going to miss going there and buying as many groceries as I have because, you know, I'm not going to have to buy that many groceries anymore. Uh, I'm going to miss it. So shout out to self-checkout because I've really enjoyed it. And it's secretly been a job that I've always wanted. To to do the beep beep, but also to bag the groceries. So it's a two fur and it makes me really happy. And Erin has been shaking her head this whole time. You can't shake your head at my moment of pleasure. You don't like self-checkout? Uh, I mean, it takes jobs away, but sure. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, there's Sorry, that. I'm sorry. 
But I, really, I also look at Target because my local Target, they've gotten rid of most of the check, at least downstairs, all of the checkout counters with people. Um, I will go down there because the line's not as long, but it sucks because I had some favorite people behind the counter that I would engage with. That so, are now gone? They're either gone or they're upstairs. I barely see them because then the line's too long and then they only have two checkers there, but everything else is self-checkout. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with myself anymore. Sorry mm. to rain, rain on your parade. <laughs> That's okay. Or I'm glad yeah. you're good at it. I mean, this could be your new job. See? I wouldn't mind. Now you can go to Target and... But apparently nobody's getting jobs doing it anymore. So no. Luck. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. At least Trader Joe's, they don't have that. They actually have people. Anyways, mm. uh, I have to say my moment of pleasure is my uh, my gummies. Mm. I'm, new to the, I'm new to the weed gummies and I like my little two milligram square, my little peach. It's nice. Mm. And I'm with the people. It's like I... Well, not totally, but I, you don't have a hangover. <laughs> it's nice. Helps me sleep. The funny thing about that is edibles used to give a worse hangover than actual weed back when it was illegal because I, we would eat all the time, like fucking from from friends, like, oh, I made cookies, I made brownies and we'd inhale them and it would be the worst weed hangover of my life. Like you wake up the whole next day and you can't function and you're groggy but now that the cannabis is legal and you can get like three milligram five milligram you know really small doses now like hearing you say that the edibles don't give a hangover it's just funny because for the first 20 years of my <laughs> weed existence it was like oh i can't fuck with i'd take bong rips and blunts and whatever but edibles i couldn't fuck with because it would give me a hangover so it's just times have changed it's just the times have changed the they evolution were, of the weed game they are so nice where i went and uh it was it was it's great they talked me through it i didn't know what the hell i was doing i didn't realize they had to be over eight no over 21 to go into a weed store did you know that no yeah they carded me uh, well, 18 makes sense, but I didn't know. It no, it's 21. Oh, wow. I mean, I knew that like kids couldn't go in, but OK. The the guy that carded me, um, who then my husband befriended because <laughs> I went in by myself. <laughs> but he was like, oh, yeah, it's like bar rules. You have to be 21. I'm like, oh, I didn't know. That's FYI. good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. I guess. That's my moment of pleasure. And you're getting carded. That's... Hey, it feels good. You know. <laughs> He's just doing his job. Shar. Um, now you're on. Now I'm on. I, I, I'll i go simple uh, for in the moment. Um, I'm thankful for air conditioned homes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. I wouldn't know. <laughs> uh, oh, actually, well, I wouldn't know either. But, but, but well, I'm, nice. I mean, I'm a little bit more inland than you guys. You guys are all close to the water. <laughs> I'm away from the water. So uh, it's about... Um, what was the high today? I think it was 112 a little Jesus. while ago. I'm not mm -hmm. surprised. Um, I went to visit my dad on Sunday and it was 115 in Sacramento. And That's then, like Portland last year. Yeah. It's not normal. So I'm thankful for uh, I'm thankful for that. And, um, I, you know, I mean, like 
a lot's been going on. I'm, you know, like, oh, I'll share it for you. Like there's, there's too much and it's too heavy to get into for another, for, for this bitch talk. But, you know, uh, I am thankful for, uh, you know, good health and family. <laughs> my mom's been going through a little bit of it too. Um, and, uh, and everybody knows about my grandma's story, but they've been doing okay. And I'm thankful for that as I, uh, as I ease into the birthday month. Yeah, girl. We got stuff going on and we got plans and we're about to do 700 episodes. So, we've got, yeah, Ange all of a sudden has uh, this freedom <laughs> she's been searching for. My next eight trips are currently planned. Yeah. That, that is the one thing is, I mean, I know everything that you've gone through in the last two years, but when we caught up last last wednesday or tuesday whatever day that was i don't even remember and you were just kind of like oh let's go here let's go there let's go there and it's um it's like knowing that your mom is okay now you know and then that kind of weight off of your shoulders and Mm -hmm. then being able to do more and you know you know you're kind of like you know this this adventure that you've been on for the last two years if that's what we want to call it you know Mm -hmm. that chapter is almost kind of over and so um i i mean like i'm thankful for all of that because you know we all kind of we the three of us we all live our on on the air and off the air we all kind of live you know like our lives are we all kind of live these things these the journey together Uh, we Mm -hmm. absolutely do and and so i'm just kind of thankful for all of that so that's oh, how. Thank you, Char. You, that's how you assholes. I'm you changing assholes. my moment of pleasure to Char saying that. Yeah, that me too. Thank you, Char. And obviously, I picked my moment of pleasure like to be kind of silly hey, because I, I've had I a started, lot of heavy shit going on. But yeah, I, I started with that, air Char. conditioner and I ended up. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it's a, yeah, no, it's. This yeah, is going to be the thing now with like the moment of pleasure is 45 minutes long. I will tell one more thing. That's a moment of pleasure. He's sitting over there. My my husband the other day, I don't remember how we even start talking about this, but he started crying when I was like, and just going to move back. And he started crying. Oh, <laughs> stop it. Stop it. And he's just was like, I'm just so happy. <laughs> stop. Yeah, I'm going to cry. Anyways, uh, it is. I, I mean, I that is. I mean, like he's flipping a, me off currently. It's, it's, uh, but it is. Jeff, I love him. I love. It him. isn't it, it. It's like kind of. It was at first kind of like a double edged sword Ugh. of like oh like of that we're sitting there going we're gonna get and just coming back home right. But then at the same time, <laughs> it's like at the you know like you a little bit of guilt at the expense of you know losing right. your mom right. But then after talking to you last week and seeing how much, how well, mm-hmm. and how strong you were through, you know, talking to us about it and recapping the story and, you know, of what you've been going through for the last week, it made me go, you know what? I bet you, I mean, it's, 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 it's a weight, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, and all of that. And, you know, like, and we know, and that this thing, not everybody knows, you know, like it's, it's an inner circle thing. Right. Of what you've been going through and, and what your mom's been going through. But it is kind of like this weight and I could see it in you and I could feel it. And then we're like, and then we could go, it's just coming back. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I do. I love I love that, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people who were doing it out of love for me, I know felt 
maybe not feeling bad for me is the right phrase, but were worried about me because of, you know, putting everything on hold and, and kind of dropping everything for this. But honestly, like, I feel so lucky. That's another thing is like, how lucky am I that I was able to do this? You know, like we're going through pictures, 50 fucking photo albums and organizing them. And it's just picture after picture of my mom carrying me, you know, mm. and like I was able to carry her, you know, to, to the end of her life. And it's like, how fucking beautiful is that? You can't, like, why else are we living, you know, if if we can't give back to the people that have loved us? It's just like, I feel so lucky. I feel so lucky. I feel really, yeah, honored and lucky. And she was super and easy to take care of and to love. So I I just, I love my friends for, you know, worrying about me. And, um, but I, it, there was no other question for me that I was get, I was going to do this, you know, regardless. So. I, I feel like that too is like at the end of the day when all of this you know like when you think about the sacrifices or you know whatever you want to call it um you know what you go through to, to help take care of you know grandparents or parents or whatever at the end of the day you're like well you know what i can fully say that you know like i did everything that i could you know mm -hmm. and there's a lot of people like you know there's a lot of people that like you know when this when their loved ones are gone, can they honestly say that? Can they say like, oh, I, I did everything that I could to, to help when I could. Mm -hmm. I'm around a lot of people that can, are not going to be able to say that. Right. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I feel like that's most people. That's why I feel really lucky that I was in the position that I was to be able to do what I can, because not everybody can do it, even if they want to. It, does, mm, right. like it, it has nothing to do with whether or not you want to. Sometimes you just can't because we have life and bills and and whatever mm. you know so yeah there, there's no judgment either way if you do it or not it's just i was very lucky to be able to and no regrets and and both of you definitely are a big reason why i was able to do it with a sane <laughs> semi-sane <laughs> mind you know this whole time so cheers and that's like the ultimate uh, moment of pleasure you, it's you, a lifetime of pleasure <laughs> that's you, what we'll call it uh uh trying to get you through your um uh campaign management was probably oh, harder <laughs> yeah i think that was actually harder i was probably bitchy that's why i was like i can't leave me alone i can't i'm busy yeah. Oops. I mean, okay. and you should put that in your bio. Anyways, Both of you get cameos. Both of you get cameo thank yous, all right? It's coming. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, uh, and on that note, I think we'll wrap. We have so much more to talk about, um, and we'll just continue the conversation on our next Basic Bitch. Love you. If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lim. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show is edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions. This podcast is a proud member of the BFF.FM podcast network. 
Learn more at podcast.bff.fm. BFF.fm, best frequencies forever.